Welcome back to the Underage Packers Podcast, episode 61. I'm one of your co-hosts here, Joey. Joining me, as always, is Big B. How are you doing today? What is going on? How's everyone doing today? I feel Rocking like I said every time. Yeah, right. It's the same rinse and repeat intro. Talk about some uh-huh. someone that made us mad on Instagram and call it a day. Uh, right. You got your Jamal Williams hoodie on. Yes. Of course, uh, not, no Packers logos on there. We don't want to uh beginning no copyright we're good yep of course um so you know graded on the publisher but today we're going to be talking about the Packers possibly keep holding on to Preston Smith which wasn't thought of uh just a few weeks ago they a lot of people thought he was going to be a cap casualty we'll be talking about J.J. Watt not signing with the Packers and instead with the Arizona Cardinals the pressers the press conferences for defense coordinator joe barry special teams coordinator marie Strayton, and we'll end it off with another flashback to the 2016 packers draft class it's going to be an exciting one folks uh as as exciting you can get for a packers episode on march 3rd so let's start off with the outside linebacker preston smith there's a lot of thoughts to be held with this here um like i mentioned a lot of people the packers um, you know, not as bad as the situation as the Saints or the Vikings were in last year, and if the NFL didn't lose revenue because of COVID-19, they'd be in a much better space. They'd probably still be somewhere over uh, maybe 9 to $10 million. But, you know, yeah, you have that Bakhtiari uh, restructure, you cut one guy, or, or Rick Wagner, you cut Rick Wagner, you restructure Bakhtiari, and they're somewhere over 2 or $3 million just with that move if the cap was moving up but it's not so we're talking about uh not keeping Preston Smith and why it might be a mistake so um you know us here at Underage Packers we love Brian Gutekind so that doesn't mean we're not going to um you know say hey I I don't know about this decision um but we all might that might be changing soon you know kind of (laughs) god all right yeah yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you don't turn to the dark side, but Preston Smith, um, you know, the numbers are, you know, I'm not going to get too much into, but I believe it would be a pretty big cap, uh, caps, cap free move if they were able to release him and they might be able to resign a guy like Aaron Jones, obviously Jamal Williams, uh, and Corey Lindsley, if they moved on from him and made a few more moves. Um, so big B, what do you think uh, not just on the contract, but what do you think Preston Smith adds uh, to the team with Rashawn Gary most likely starting over him and uh, all that good stuff? Well, hopefully, we all are hoping that he returns to the 2019 Preston yeah. that we all know oh, and yeah. love. And of course, I almost bought his jersey, which thank God I did not oh, do that. Oh, God. Dodged your bullet there. I know. I bought Zedarius instead. It was just a toss. Good choice. So, yeah. yeah. But hopefully this year he can just be that consistent guy behind Rashawn. Um, because mm-hmm. Rashawn, I feel like, just going to develop even more. And yeah. Preston's just going to be, you know, that dad that's just right behind him and coaching him up and doing things and <laughs> trying to sack the quarterback if he's not too slow to get there. Like God. <laughs> wow, kind of harsh there. But, yeah. Um, Sorry. I love you, Preston. <laughs> you know a lot of people freaking out that oh my god this is a horrendous move just like every move that happens with the Packers it's a, a crucial mistake uh obviously and um but you know our stru- structure is certainly not out of view and if they feel you know 
um, that if he's not willing to take a restructure, Brian Gugans might take another look at it. They're going to have, they're going to get under the salary cap. They're going to have to find a way. So it's like, just because they're not possibly making this move doesn't mean that we are going to have to cut Aaron Rodgers, which would put that cap on anyways. But I'm saying just because we're not cutting Preston Smith doesn't mean we're going to have to sacrifice um, a great player. But we got some more stuff to talk to, like J.J. Watt, um, the star defensive end, signing with uh, a massive contract that he probably, his talent is not at that point. Was $23 million guaranteed over two years, $31 million. A lot of that $8 million extra is in incentives uh, to get 10 sacks. We'll see if he is able to uh, get those 10 sacks both years. You know, we have Chandler Jones in there. You don't have to be, he's not going to be double team as much, but uh, to me, a Kenny Clark and Zedaria Smith um, defensive line paired among them is much more appealing. But JJ signing a big deal with the Arizona Cardinals. Big B, do you think? Uh, what would your reaction be if Green Bay made this offer to JJ Watt for 31 million over two years? Well, first, I would make sure I'm not looking at a fake account because, yikes. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I almost fainted when I saw the Cardinals yeah. paying him that much. I couldn't – I was just blown away. Mm-hmm. And I would never see Green Bay signing a player that's 31 years old who yeah. played like only eight games the past two years to that big of a contract. Yeah, it was it was weird that morning because it was like the Peloton news. I mean, what point are we at in news reporting where we're like tweeting out is a Peloton profile that we don't even know is real? Like, dude, I'm I'm gonna go. Who's a marquee for you? I'm gonna set up an Aaron Jones Peloton account and put like you know, and then I'll break the news. Like I'm like, holy crap, bro, like, Aaron Jones, like. like I don't get why everybody thought that was real because it, it's AJ Watt. I, I, to me, that almost made it more real Be, I, because his maybe his wife's name is, uh, you know, his wife's name is Kellyanne. So, you know, but to me, that made it seem more real. Like, I don't know why. How is Field Yates reporting on this if he doesn't even know it's real? That was just confusing. I know. Um, that morning was bizarre when you see the news broken that Aaron Jones and Corey Lindsay both you know have this Peloton profile you know who it is (laughs) yeah like you mentioned he had his teams the Packers the uh, the Bills and somebody else um yeah Cleveland on that list um and then he just like signs with the Cardinals and I thought some outside candidates were the Steelers and the Titans and then the Cardinals mm-hmm. that was weird to me all right let's move on here Joe Barry Maurice Drayden we're getting to hear from them for the first time uh, a lot of great phenomenal questions asked by the reporters Joe Barry is all the content I need really I'll, I'll come back and answer your question to answer your specific question, to answer your question, to answer your question in a roundabout way, that, that's a phenomenal question. That's a great question. These are all great questions, guys. I appreciate that question. But to answer your question, defensive football bottom line is about guys that stared at a, a hole in the ice for five hours and had a blast. So, um, From my future videos. So, Joe, I appreciate okay. that. 
Um, what did you think? Because, you know, yeah, I mean, these are almost like scripted theater plays every time a coordinator gets hired. But what do you think of um, Joe Barry and Larry Straden's first press conference? Well, that was a great question, by the way. Um, <laughs> I'll start with um, Drayton. I thought that he um, carried himself very good. Mm. And he was just preaching football. I love when coaches just preach yep. football like that. It was just so awesome. And that back and forth with Domowski was amazing. I loved it. Yep. Um, then with Joe Barry, I love his plaid shirt. He should wear plaid shirt every time. That was just the most grandpa thing to yep. do. So props to Joe Barry on the phenomenal dress wear. That's all I got from Joe Barry's press conference. Yeah, he was um... – uh, yeah, I love the flannel shirt. It's like, dude, mm-hmm. can we please get this guy? Like, dude, just run over to the pro shop, tell them <laughs> who you are. They'll give you like some shirt on clearance, dude. Um, yeah, I loved his story about ice fishing. But yeah, oh, I was, I was really impressed by Marie Straden. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he did punt, pun intended, on a few questions. <laughs> like, I, and I think you know what he said about, um, you know, having Hall of Fame quarterbacks like what i mean so what does that say about your job you're like yeah well i mean if i fail it's all right yeah. <laughs> you know we're still going to be winning games uh um, you could take that either way you want to i guess yeah um really i like i was like what point are you really trying to make here are you trying to say like that we're entitled for not wanting uh horrific defense or special teams <laughs> or are you saying that it's not emphasized which is a okay point you know, that Packers uh, don't put emphasis on special teams. And even though you draft, you know, you draft Trevor Davis, J.K. Scott, and Hunter Bradley just because you draft them doesn't mean you're necessarily putting emphasis on that. Um, you know, maybe make that point. I just thought it was weird to bring up having Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Um, but I did love that he said that Hunter Bradley and J.K. Scott know their backs are against the walls. Um and that's kind of a benefit you have with a guy that's been there um, that was on on the staff. You know, a lot of you can get mad at J.K. Scott, which is really noticeable. But Hunter Bradley, there were so many times where you look at some of the errors that occurred and you're like, dude, what? How do we spend a seventh round pick on this guy? And he sucks. He was pretty bad. Pretty I bad. But it's a seventh round pick. It's pretty much an undrafted free agent at that point. Well, Donald Driver was a seventh round pick. Well, Donald Driver's Don Driver, okay? We're talking about a long snapper here. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> kind of backfired on me, not going to lie. To yeah, yeah. Why didn't we draft another Donald Driver? Well, I don't want to talk about drafting wide receivers, but yeah, um, they need to get it together. Texas A and M proud, dude. I, I run, I run this whole Pro Bowl campaign for you. I was going to send you some shirts that said Hunter Bradley for the Pro Bowl. I was going to send them to the J.K. Scott, Mason Crosby in your um, Lambo inbox. I and I didn't end up doing it because I didn't. Uh, the shirts were too expensive. But I run this whole campaign. You don't even like one of my tweets, and then you go out there and play pretty awful. So yeah, I loved him saying that. I, I thought he was a pretty good, uh, a really good speaker. And you know, what we know about how he how how he coaches is beyond us from just a, a twenty minute press conference. But I thought he spoke really well. 
Uh, Joe Barry, I thought you could get a little bit more from, you know, special teams. They're not going to talk too much about schemes. Um, Joe Barry, he did really seem like, um, I, I love what he said about um, learning from his scars, learning from his history of failing two times in Detroit and Washington, because he knew that question was going to come up. Um, I did want to hear from Matt LaFleur, though, because, uh, you know, Jim Leonard got the offer, and there was apparently quite a bit of money in there, more than usual for a, a defensive coordinator, just because they had to persuade him to get away from Madison, and he said it still wasn't enough for him. Um, and I don't think Leonard was ever going to take the job. But, you know, it's a little concerning maybe that Joe Barry was his second choice. Um, I, I'm glad that he had a thorough interview process, as uh, Joe Barry referred to many times. But having that second choice, it's like, well, uh, is he like, you know, are we getting, you know, he's not that good, but he's the best one out of here, uh, the, out of the misfits. Who knows? We'll find out this September and through January. So let's get to the sentimental part of this, though. The Packers. Oh, 2016 draft class, baby. I wish, you know, I was looking up draft grades because I hate draft grades with all of my heart. I, I should have looked at these, but we're going to be going through the 2016 draft class, looking at these picks, how they panned out. And we'll probably do this a few more times. I mean, we are seven, eight weeks till the 2021 draft. We are getting there. So maybe oh, um, each week we'll do draft class one week season the next we have plenty of time to go though uh so let's start off 2016 draft class i love the first round pick of kenneth clark stud from ucla okay almost thought i wasn't recording there i looked up to the left corner i was like oh no boy <laughs> but we're good no, um you know i was mad uh with that first round pick back at the time because that was too uh because the wonderful Miles Jack and Jalen Smith at middle linebacker. And here we are in 2020 still like, okay, what are we going to do middle linebacker? Um, so you have Kenny Clark there, pick 27, not too much to talk about there. And then we have Packers legend from Indiana. Packers making a trade up a second rounder, a fourth rounder, and a seventh rounder to get no other than Packers legend Jason Spriggs at pick 48, baby. What a man. What a, what a man. man. I mean – few times he went in there like yeah they're the old saying that linemen don't get noticed uh, they're like air conditioners they only get noticed when they're not working um <laughs> i know i got some weird analogies in here but they only oh, get noticed yeah. when they, I, I guess that's kind of false because we love Corey Lindsley and david bakhtiari but you know they're going to yeah. get noticed more when they're not working um or not doing the job properly jason man i'm, I'm glad that you're with the bears now yeah, wish you the best in your future. Third round <laughs> pick, pick eighty-eight, selection eighty-eight. It's a man from Utah State, Tyler Sackrell, the Ed Rusher man. Sackrell, baby. Tyler Sackrell, two thousand. What was what year was it? Two thousand eighteen. Eighteen, yeah. Sack leader. Uh, he had more sacks than Cleo Mack at one point during the season. I mean, Tyler Sackrell, uh, what a legend. What What were your thoughts on uh? Tyler's career in Green Bay because everybody else from this draft class, they let walk besides uh, Dean. They picked up the fifth-year option on Kenny, and he's signed a contract extension this year. But what do you think of uh, Tyler Fackrell now with the Giants? 
Um, well, he had that he had um that one big play. Oh yeah, um, he had the was it a pick seven. six or a fumble six? Yeah, pick six, I think. Scored a touchdown eventually. Yeah, I remember I was in the car for that one driving down. Yeah. To get my chemo, but um, Fackrell's career with Green Bay was very interesting. Just the way how things happened, and then he was a sack leader, and then he left. You know. Yeah. Weird times, but. Dude, the Giants gave him a pretty big contract, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. They also give a massive contract to the casual fans' favorite in Blake Martinez. Pick oh, man. I mean, at fourth rounder, I mean, that's pretty good value. I yeah. think he was relied upon too much that we had. We, we had Blake and then a misfit. We were like, all right, we got Blake, BJ Goodson. We got Blake. Jake Ryan, we got Blake, we got Antonio Morrison. Um, wow, man, Blake Martinez, man. He, he was a racker up of tackles. Apparently, he's doing better in New York now. But, you know, all you can – And good for him, all right? Good for yeah. him. But all the people who are saying, why did we let Martinez go, mm-hmm. can just be throwing and kick to Mars. Like, they just exactly. got it. Like – we just got the rover there. I see no need to send all the people in the Packers YouTube chat that are saying you should have kept Blake Martinez. At he's getting, I mean, let me look this up. I'm pretty sure he's getting paid more than ten million a year. I Outrageous. So. I mean, for that, that like I, I'm fine with three years, three thirty million seven hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, six thousand six million signing bonus, nineteen million guaranteed. Unbelievable, dude! Congrats to Blake, but I know I would be crying my eyes out if we gave him that. <laughs> Dean Lowry all over again. Oh, yeah, except Blake. You know, Blake would still be the team's leading uh, tackler. And you got uh, the guy you mentioned still on the team, Dean oh. Lowry, defensive end from Northwestern. Here, oh man, could be could be a cap. Cap casualty, maybe could be, um, trade, maybe, yeah. Never. Um, I believe it'd free up somewhere around three million. Yeah, I mean, it's like for Blake and Dean, that's not awful. That that's pretty good value to find in the fourth round. Find two guys who are starters. <laughs> maybe you know, like I said, Blake probably deserved to be a starter. You know, I'd still, you know, he'd just be much better. If you had a guy that was better in pass coverage, um, yeah. same with Dean. I wouldn't mind him as a rotational piece. A lot of Packers legends on this draft board. Um, you know, obviously, since you have a Hall of Fame quarterback, that means uh, that every draft pick should be a hit and that it's like, you know, it's like you got a Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, like, this should be, like, two plus two to easily get a pick. You know, it's that simple. You got a Hall of Fame quarterback. That means it's easy, you know, at least yeah. according to my sources. <laughs> That's all we got for you today. All right. There we go. It's, it's, it, it was a long one. I don't know how we found this much stuff to talk about. Um, what's rambling going on, but. That that's what you can expect from underage Packers all this off season. We'll of course be talking about the news, and then we'll have some bullcrap to end it off. <laughs> Thanks everybody for watching. I gotta I gotta plug all our socials because I'm posting on uh, TikTok a lot more. 
follow us on TikTok at Underage Packers, Twitter at Underage, you know, it's Underage Packers. Just look it up. Uh, <laughs> Instagram, obviously, YouTube, Facebook, like our posts. You got very impatient there. You're like, oh, just, just search us up. Yeah, I don't have time to look at what pod or number we got at the end. Just, just look it up. You'll find us. There's nobody out there with a, a weirder podcast name than us. No, oh, yeah. Got any final thoughts, Big B? Um, still waiting for that Jamal Williams contract extension. Franchise dude. tag. There's eight days left on the franchise tag. We're no. Oh, it's coming. Thanks, somebody for watching. Oh, yeah. As always, go back, go.